first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Tian Sermons from Delaware. Today, we will be talking with Catherine about In the Heights, Gianna about Luca, then listen to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca. Then we will talk to Ashley about Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. And listen to Ashley's interview with Miriam Perez from Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. And lastly, we will listen to Ethan's interview with Ty Roberts from 12 Mighty Orphans. Right now, we are going to talk with Catherine about In the Heights. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So I myself have gotten to see In the Heights. I have watched it a lot of times already. It is amazing. (laughs) So what did you think about this musical? I absolutely loved it. I never got to like um, see like the original musical or anything, but I thought it was a great movie on its own. And I think that people who have seen the musical and who haven't seen the musical uh, will also love it. It's just, it's so... It, it's a feel-good movie. It's vibrant and colorful, and I think that it's very enjoyable. Yes, and like I mentioned, I got a chance to see it, and I know I definitely loved it. Um, so for people who don't know, what is In the Heights about? So In the Heights is about Yusnavi, uh, who is played by Anthony Ramos, and so he's a bodega owner. Uh, And so it's about his disappearing neighborhood in New York City. Uh, So his neighborhood's called Washington Heights. And so everybody's leaving. Small businesses are packing up and moving away. And then Yusnavi is going back to the Dominican Republic. Uh, So basically, will, uh, will the neighborhood completely disappear uh, when Yusnavi leaves? Uh, You're going to have to watch the movie to find out (laughs) yeah and i definitely hope that everyone does go to see it because it's truly amazing yes it is (laughs) so what would you say is like your favorite thing about this film which could be like your favorite song scene or character um i guess i'll do character my favorite character was abuela claudia because she's so loving to all and so she kind of just adopted all of the neighborhood's children because she did she couldn't have any children so and she she's just so loving and sweet and she reminds us all to have pacienza ife yeah and uh for people who don't know what does that word mean it's patience and faith yeah yeah i would have to agree she is definitely an amazing character that um contributes a lot to this film well musical so Why do you think that people should go see In the Heights? I think it will definitely, you'll have a great day. You'll be dancing to all the music while writing my review. Honestly, I had all of the songs stuck in my head. Uh, It's kind of like Hamilton for me. My parents and I saw Hamilton and we had the music playing for like almost a whole year because we loved it so much. And I feel like that's what people will be doing with this. And I think it's like a great interpretation of the... Uh, the musical because they actually had uh, well there's also a book on it so they also had the writer of that book and they had Lin-Manuel who wrote the musical uh, work on it so I think it's probably pretty accurate to the musical and the book Uh, I haven't read or watched those but um, from what I've heard it is and I think that it's a great it's a great way to spend your day you're definitely not wasting your time Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And um, one thing I do know is that a lot of the songs are exactly the same um, from the musical. I haven't seen the musical um, either, but I know uh, when I went to watch it, I was kind of looking at the soundtrack and stuff. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest lesson that you learned from In the Heights? I think that like life isn't easy and you have to work for your suenitos, which are little dreams. Uh, And also like 
just one thing I want to warn people about it does well not warn but like it does like address some serious topics like like attending college or whether it be or not be attending college um, and dealing with racial bias as a minority and this is also a warning uh, it has some bad language <laughs> right. so just so all the parents can know <laughs> yeah there was like quite a few things to look out um, yeah and some suggestive references but <laughs> For my last question, what star rating and age recommendation do you have for In the Heights? So I give it a five out of five stars and I recommend it for ages 12 to 18 plus adults. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for speaking with me today about In the Heights. Um, For everyone tuning in, make sure that you guys go and see this. I mean, I loved it. I know Catherine has mentioned that she has loved it. Yes, go watch it. (laughs) Yes, definitely go watch it. So thanks for speaking with me today. Thank you. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we will be talking with Catherine about In the Heights, Gianna about Luca, and then listen to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca. And we will talk with Ashley about Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it and listen to Ashley's interview with Miriam Perez from Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It. And lastly, we will listen to Ethan's interview with Ty Roberts from 12 Mighty Orphans. Right now, we're switching over to talking with Gianna about Luca. Hi, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. So, can you tell us about Luca? Yes, so Luca is about a boy named Luca who is different from the other people around him. He is what people call a sea monster, and so is his new friend, Alberto. Luca lives in the sea, and he can't help going up to the shore to explore life as a little boy. His parents tell him not to go there, so when they find out, they say he has to live in the deepest part of the water with his uncle. So Luca and Alberto run away to the seaside town where they meet a girl named Julia who quickly becomes their friend. But the town is full of fishermen who are trying to catch sea monsters and they need to keep their secret or something bad might happen to them. Wow, that sounds like a very interesting story. It really was. (laughs) So what did you like the most about this film? What I like the most about this film is the lip syncing because it like connected to exactly what the characters were saying. And I also like the personalities of each character. And I also really like the storyline because it's fun and exciting. And it just shows the venture, the adventures of the three kids, Julia, Alberto and Luca. So. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really cool Mm -hmm. it was (laughs) so what would you say is like your favorite thing from seeing this film like your favorite character scene or anything like that i have to say my favorite character and my favorite character is alberto because he is daring and fun and funny he does new things that are risky but that's what makes him a fun character because you know we like like i like risky people I like fun people because it just makes them an exciting character yeah and from the description you gave he definitely sounds like a very exciting and uh, brave character yeah so why should people go watch Luca people should go watch Luca because it is a Disney Pixar movie so just by that you know it's going to be an entertaining one and it really was entertaining the concept was amazing. The animation was pretty good. Like, it's not supposed to look realistic, I'm pretty sure. And, but it looked, like, it looked really nice. And, like I said, it was entertaining, and it was just a fun, exciting movie to watch. Yeah, and you were mentioning kind of, like, the style of it. Um, mm-hmm. When I was kind of seeing what the movie was about, I saw the cover that they have for it. Mm-hmm. And the um, art that they, the art style that they use for it looks mm-hmm. um, like the colors, the style looks really beautiful. Yeah, it's really colorful, and it was beautiful. So for my last question, what star rating and age recommendation do you give Luca, and where can people find it? 
I give Luca five to five stars, recommended for ages six to 14 plus adults. And you can find this on Disney Plus beginning June 18, 2021. All right. Well, I will definitely have to check that out. It definitely sounds like an amazing film. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Tiana from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonauts Season 4. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hello everyone and welcome back. I'm your host, Tiana Simons from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we've been talking with Gianna about Luca, and now we are going to listen to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca. Hi, I'm Gianna reporting for Kids First, and today I have the opportunity to speak with actress Emma Berman, who voices Julia, in the upcoming Disney movie, Luca. Emma is best known for her role as Winford Wings in the TV show, Go Go Corey Carson, as well as original feature film, which is a coming-of-age story about one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Thank you for talking with me today. Oh, of course. Let's get started. What attracted you to the role of Julia? I mean, other than the fact that it's a literal Disney Pixar movie, I could relate to Julia because like, of her traits. She's determined and she's hardworking and she's sometimes intense, but she's also charming and quirky and awkward and goofy and she's very outgoing and she's pretty joyful, just like me. Well, it's good that you can relate to your character and have a good time at the same time because, you know, it's a movie and you want to have fun with it. Definitely. You are very convincing as a girl from Italy. How did you prepare for this role? Well, for the audition, I worked with my dialogue coach, Bettina Devin. She helped me a lot with not only the acting, but also with the Italian pronunciation. And then after I got the part, I went to my local Italian restaurant. And there I got the phone number of one of the waiters. And I had Zoom calls with him where he was teaching me a little bit of Italian, some of the basics, like your name, your age, and just uh, so I could get a feel for the language and kind of the melody. And he also introduced me to an actual Italian language teacher. And so I worked with her too. And I also used Babbel and Duolingo. Those are some two apps that I used to learn Italian. And so I just kind of did a little bit of research to get um, a little more immersed in the language and understand the melody. Well, it's nice that you could get help to learn Italian to prepare for this role. Yeah. In what ways are you alike or different from Julia? 
I think that, I mean, we're alike in so many ways, but I guess for differences, I think I'm a little bit more of a scaredy cat than she is. (laughs) I scream when I see a spider. I feel like she is a pretty more fearless character. And so one of the most challenging things was when she had to scream when she um, when she got scared. And it was kind of hard for me to portray how a fearless character would scream, you know, like how she would portray her fear. And so that was kind of hard for me to do because naturally I would just do like this high pitched scream, but she wouldn't do it like that. So it took me a lot of tries of screaming. <laughs> well, it's cool that you can like you're not always going to relate to your character. Right. Because there's the always some differences. Yeah. Always some differences. Julia's new friends turn out to be very different from her. How do you think those differences affect their friendship? Well, they're really all outsiders and underdogs. Julia, she's not very popular. She doesn't have many friends. And Luca and Alberto are so different because they're sea monsters. (laughs) So they're very, very different characters. And in that sense, they can kind of come together and bond through not being very popular, not having very many friends. And they just bond being underdogs together. And I think it's very important to have differences in friendships because you learn so much from people that are opposite of you. Yeah, they can, they became friends because they're underdogs. So of course it will affect their relationship in a good way. Yeah. In addition to doing voiceover acting, you are a theater actress too. What are the main differences between voice acting in a film like Luca versus performing in a live theater? Hmm, That's a good question. Well, I guess one of the main differences is that when you're performing live on theater, you get to work with your other actors. I mean, you're side by side having scenes together. And when you're doing voiceover, or at least my experience with this film, I didn't get to meet my fellow uh, co-stars. So that was definitely one of the major differences is not being able to work with the other actors. But in theater, you're it's all about a big community and everybody is a part of a large ensemble that comes together to form the show. Well, since it's COVID, you might not work with most of the people now, but it's good that you can work with them in theater because you can just connect with them and yeah, like feel the energy. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we will be talking with Catherine about In the Heights, Gianna about Luca, and then listen to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca, and listen to Ashley's interview with Miriam Perez from Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It. And lastly, we will listen to Ethan's interview with Ty Roberts from 12 Mighty Orphans. Right now, we are going to continue listening to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca. What was your most fun memory that you had working on this film? experience was really fun. (laughs) I guess something that was fun and stressful at the same time was kind of being my own sound engineer because Mm -hmm. I was recording everything and I was sending it back to Pixar. And that was kind of fun because I got to learn a little bit more about that. But it was also kind of stressful because like, what if I lost the take or something? (laughs) But that was pretty fun. And honestly, the fact that I'm in a Disney Pixar movie is unbelievable it's really fun it's crazy and never in a million years would i ever imagine that i'm in a disney pixar movie this experience if this was me in this experience this would just been the best part yeah just the fact that you have this experience in your back pocket and that this all happened that's just like the craziest most fun part for me how was it How is Luca different from any other roles you have played before? Well, this is my first film. This is my first movie, so it's definitely different because it's longer. (laughs) Um, I voiced a little animated character in a Netflix show called Go Go Corey Carson. I'm in one of the in one of the episodes in the fourth season, and I voice a little airplane called Winifred Wings. And Winifred had a British accent. So that was pretty different for me. Um, I didn't get to work with any of the actors for that one, too. So that's kind of how they're similar. Um, 
I mean, really acting is all um, in the emotions and in the intentions and reacting to other lines. So in that sense, it's all pretty similar, but there are so many different kinds. Like I've uh, been auditioning a lot for like TV shows and movies, and that's definitely really different. But I'd have to say the major, major difference between um, voiceover and at least um, like on camera things is that your expressions have to be really big for voiceover because they have to come through in the line and you can't see what the face looks like. So all of your intentions and everything that you're doing on your face has to be seen in the, in the voice. But then when you're doing it on camera, the camera's like right in your face and every little movement is visible. So it's definitely been hard for me to adjust to that. Well, it's nice to have a different variety of stuff. So you can, you can build up your acting more. Yes. There's lots of pasta being eaten in this movie. How much pasta do you normally eat? And did this make you want to eat more of it? This definitely made me want to eat a lot of pasta. I would say at least once a week I have pasta for dinner. So not too often, but it's not rarely that I have. I love making pasta at home and experimenting with different sauces that I could make, like with tomatoes or ricotta or with lemon even. It's really fun to uh, explore different sauces and make different pastas. So I do have it pretty often and it's very delicious. (laughs) Well, this movie definitely made me me want pasta even more. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, what message do you want the audiences to take away from this film? There's so many absolutely incredible messages in this film, but I'd say that what I really want audiences to take away from it is that they should silencio Bruno, which is Bruno is that voice in your head who's telling you, no, you can't do this. You're, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. Don't do this. And you should silence that voice because if you silence Bruno, if you silencio Bruno, then you can meet new friends, go on adventures and I think it's definitely still important to have a little bit of Bruno because you still want to be safe. So I think what audiences should take away from this is go enjoy life and go explore the world. Yes, that's a great message. And I think everyone needs to, to say so-and-so Bruno. Definitely. Thank you so much for talking with me today. It was very nice meeting you. Thank you for doing this interview. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Tian Sermons from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonauts Season 4. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Tiana Sermons from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. 
Today we've been listening to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca, and now we are going to talk with Ashley about Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. Yes. So let's get right into it. So can you tell us about Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it? Sure. So Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It is a documentary. It's about um, the Latina actress um, known for West Side Story, playing West Side Story and also um, playing in the uh, Netflix original series One Day at a Time. And she's just a, a really amazing person. And it just follows, basically, she narrates her own life. And talks about all of the struggles that she's had as a Latina um, female, an immigrant female, um, from a young age until her um, almost 90-year-old age now. And it just follows through her life and how she dealt with all the troubles that she's went through and also all the triumphs and all the successes, such as being an EGOT winner. That sounds pretty cool. And just from what you said, I can get that this is a very... Um, interesting and very inspiring story yes it is so what are were some of the things that you found the most interesting or amazing from this film i really liked how this film was um raw to the point where everything seemed real because you know like when it comes to celebrities or you know famous people or influential people we Mm -hmm. really don't get to see um like who they like truly are I guess in a sense or we don't really see you know their troubles or their struggles in a way and what Rita exhumes in this documentary is that she really tells her story in such a way where she tells very intricate details excuse me that really helped me personally as an African-American female like see what she went through and then I could easily apply that to my life and learn from what she had gone through and I think that's really incredible of how um, Marion Perez the director how she did that so it was really inspiring yeah that does sound really inspiring mm-hmm. so you mentioned the director of this film Marion Perez and you actually got a chance to speak with her Uh, So what would you say is some of your highlights or favorite parts from that interview? I loved how she was really um, excited when I asked her a question um, about Rita's energy throughout the documentary. Um, She completely agreed with me on that point because I just love how even though despite, you know, uh, Rita's age almost at 90, she is so energetic like a child or as like a teenager. And it just made me laugh. And um, Miriam definitely agreed with me on that one. Yeah, it definitely sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So what were some of the things that you learned from this documentary? Some things that I definitely learned was that it's it's also in the title as well, you know, just be a girl um, or guy who decides to go mm-hmm. for it. I think that um, Rita, with all the troubles that she's had, she she just went for it. She continued pushing on and she persevered through everything that she went through. Uh, again, it's, it was really inspiring. So that's something that I really learned to do is despite everything in the world, whether it's stereotypes or whether it's just anything that might yeah, hinder you from going for your dream, just push through and then you could possibly be, I don't know, an EGOT winner or something. Yeah, that sounds like something very inspiring um, that you learned from it Mm -hmm. um, and that other people could definitely use. Yes. So for my last question, what age recommendation and star rating do you have for Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it and where can people find it? Definitely. Definitely give Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. I definitely give it five out of five stars. I recommend it for ages 13 to 18. And also you can watch it only in theater starting June 18th, 2021. Cool. Well, that is something I would definitely have to check out. It definitely sounds like a very um, inspiring and interesting film, um, even just from the title. So thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you for having me.
You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we will be talking with Catherine about In the Heights, Gianna about Luca, and then listen to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca. And we will also be talking with Ashley about Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it, and listen to Ashley's interview with Miriam Perez from Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. And lastly, listen to Ethan's interview with Ty Roberts from 12 Mighty Orphans. Right now, we are going to listen to Ashley's interview with Maria Perez from Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It. Hi, I'm Ashley Clyde reporting for Kids First, and today I have the delight to speak with the director of the new and upcoming film, Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It, Maria Perez Riera. How are you? Good, thank you. <laughs> awesome. So my first question for you is, when did you really decide that you needed to direct the film about Rita Moreno's life. So actually the idea came from producer Brent Miller, who is the producer of the show One Thing at a Time. And he's the one who wanted to make a documentary on her because he didn't, he couldn't believe that nobody has made a documentary on Rita Moreno. And I was um, one of the persons who put an idea for to direct it and that's how I got chosen to make a documentary on her, which I'm very happy because I'm Puerto Rican myself. So um, I really wanted, this is an honor for me to be able to make it. That's awesome. So um, you guys, you did mention that you were both Puerto Rican. So was that um, really an inspiration for you or when did Rita really become an inspiration for you? Rita, I know Rita since I, I don't know, since I was a little girl, I know about Rita because she's the first woman who, Puerto Rican, who has won an Oscar. So because of that, we've learned about her since we were little. And since I was nine, I wanted to be a film director. So of course I knew about her career for the longest time. So she's been an inspiration for many years. In, in my first feature film, I wanted her to be part of it. She wasn't, but she was in my mind. So she's been in my mind for a long time. That's awesome. So throughout the film, we see that Rita is a big, big ball of energy and she seems so fun to be around. So was there anything like on set or during the experience that you had with her that you really enjoyed or that you would like to share with us? Well, I can share with you that Rita is um, the reason why she has so much energy is because she takes power naps during the day. Um, <laughs> it's because of that that she can continue forever. And he warns everyone down because we're, I was following her everywhere and I was tired and she could continue for many more hours. And she's almost 90 years old. So, it is amazing how much energy she has. Yeah. Yeah, despite her age, she is a whole ball of energy. And um, also with her being in the entertainment industry as well as in other aspects of you know society, including like activism, was there anything that she taught you that you're going to apply to in your personal life? Uh, I started applying therapy. She talks about therapy and how important it is to, to do that if you any struggles in your life if you feel insecure about anything and if you've gone through the things that she has gone through which is things that many of us have gone through um therapy was what made her who she is right now and I think that's important because the person that she is all her the success she has had it's not because she's someone um boring to anybody else she's a human being like all of us but she decided that she needed therapy she wanted to become a better person a better human being she wanted to really be self-aware and she went through that and that's why she's the person who she is today and I apply that right away when I met her that's amazing wow um something that I also want to ask is Rita has been in many uh, films, so is there any favorite that you have of hers? Um, wow. What is my favorite of her? 
That's a difficult one since I've yeah. seen now um, with the documentary. I, I, I got to see all of her movies. Oh, wow. I would say her, a character that I really enjoy, which is not part of the movie, is a character <laughs> she did in a movie called Poppy. Plays a Puerto Rican and in New York City in the seventies. That's a character I really enjoy because she's a mother and her struggles are very similar to New Yorkans in general. That's a character I enjoy watching. Wow, that's awesome! And so, um, and my next question for you is. I learned a lot from this film and the message of this film was really powerful for me because personally, as a minority female, she went through a lot of things and she touched on a lot of things in this film that I personally will take with me throughout my life and definitely apply to them. And I love how much it was raw and just real. So is there, what is a message that you definitely want the audience to take away after watching this film? That's exactly what I wanted people when they see the movie, young girls, any immigrant person, women in general, I want them to feel inspired by her story. I want them to have Rita as someone that you could later in your life be question if you have a problem or you need to question something, you could say, what would Rita do? And, and have her as someone to be inspired by. She has gone through so much. And all I can say is I hope people see her an inspiration. I hope people understand that it's important to be yourself and to be self-aware because that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you someone that others want to, to see and, 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 and follow. It's your uniqueness, not to be blend with everyone else, but your uniqueness. That's amazing. Yes, I definitely took away all of that from the film, and I'm definitely sure that many will take away that from the film. And so my last question for you is, Rita Moreno is, has become such a big legend throughout the entertainment industry and in, in many people's households, um, including mine. So um, is there anything next that you know about Rita Moreno? Well, she's starting a new movie next week. She's going to start shooting a new movie, so... She doesn't stop. She's going to be 90 in December and she's still working. She's going to um, premiere her next movie, West Side Story, in December also. And she doesn't stop. She's amazing. I hope you can watch this documentary because it's going to show you 70 years of a career. And, and you're not going to feel like you're watching a woman that's old, you're gonna feel like you're watching a teenager because <laughs> of all the <laughs> and all of the topics that she talks about that a lot of women today, we, we're still encountering and, and talking about and she has an answer for all of that. Yeah, well, thank you for talking with me. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Tian from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonaut Season 4. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hello everyone and welcome back. I'm your host Tiana Sermons from Delaware and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we've been listening to Ashley's interview with Maria Perez from Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. Next up, we will listen to Ethan's interview with Ty Roberts from 12 Mighty Orphans. Hi, this is Ethan Purston from the Sunshine State of Florida, and today I have the great pleasure to interview Mr. Ty Roberts. Mr. Ty Roberts is a producer, director, and writer. He has four winning awards, one audience award, two special jury prize awards, and one festival prize award. He did an amazing job directing the movie 12 Mighty Orphans. Hey, Ty Roberts, how are you doing? Hey, Ty, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Ethan. Good to, good to meet you, buddy. It's good to meet you, too. So first of all, I want to let you know, and it's an honor to interview today about this film, which I really love. So what drew you into getting involved with 12 Mighty Orphans? Oh, gosh, you know, there's a wonderful book written by Jim Dent that, that I read and really convinced me that we could do something different with, uh, with the sport genre, and, and in particular, this, this football story. And, you know, I've got two young kids and I'm constantly looking towards, you know, how to inspire them and how to keep them on track and, and, you know, disciplined and thoughtful and everything that they're doing. And I I just felt like this story really encompassed every quality that, that we need to have in order to, you know, it doesn't have to be your own children. It can be any kids just, just to motivate and inspire them, you know, and I felt like it was so genuine and real and set towards, uh, you know, a backdrop of the great depression, which, you know, uh, was a very difficult time in America and to have the, the, the story of the mighty mites, you know, to pull up, help pull us out of it. You know, I just thought it was so cool, you know, to have a true story like this, that made such an impact on people. And, uh, you know, these kids went on to do such great things in their lives. And I just, I love, you know, I've got these two small kids myself and my wife has a, a school and we're just constantly talking about, you know, how to shape and, and, and help kids, you know, prepare themselves for their own lives. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's all part of that and just a, a really neat way to share that with everybody through a movie, you know? Yeah. Um, Texas has more legendary high school football stories than any other state, but this one, as told by Jim Dent in his book by the same name, is something else. And I know that you can't always include everything from the book in the film script. So how did you decide what to include and what not to include? Yeah, that's a great question because, you know, the book's 360 some odd pages. And, you know, Lane Garrison, uh, my co-writer and I really were just like mad scientists in our little office for like six months. We we had up every storyline pinned on the walls and drew maps and pictures and lineups. And, you know, it came down to this. We felt like we had to do a two hour movie. And in order to do a two hour movie, we had to distill it down to the key elements of, of Rusty's journey. And, you know, we obviously wanted to keep it tied to the 12 mighty orphans. But, you know, there's a lot of backstory in the book that we couldn't get to. So we, we, we charted it out into a three-act structure and really just hit these, hit these bullet points on, like, what we felt like was so important. And sometimes they were from other seasons and other moments in their lives or whatever it may have been. But the spirit of the movie is, is totally tied to the book and to Rusty himself and Juanita and sort of their trajectory. So it was just ultimately important to honor that 
as best as we could. But, you know, at the end of the, the day, we got to make a great movie. So it's, it's really hard to do, but if you chart it out and really look at it, um, it sort of begins to fill the holes begin to fill themselves. You know, you're, you're, you kind of realize what you're missing and then you go back to the well and you're like, okay, well, this little element of the story could work here. So it's a real fun, creative process. It's kind of like a puzzle, you know, you start with the beginning and end and you, you form the middle and you fill in all the holes along the way. So it's a lot of fun, but I'll tell you what, after about six or eight months, it, 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 it got old too, because, you know, there were certain things and aspects to it that didn't come easy. Yeah. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we will be talking with Catherine about In the Heights, Gianna about Luca, and then listen to Gianna's interview with Emma Berman from Luca. Then we will talk with Ashley about Rita Moreno, just a girl who decides to go for it, and listen to Ashley's interview with Miriam Perez from Rita Moreno, just a girl who decides to go for it. And lastly, we will listen to Ethan's interview with Ty Roberts from 12 Mighty Orphans. Right now, we are going to continue listening to Ethan's interview with Ty Roberts from 12 Mighty Orphans. Yeah. So you were saying it was a lot of fun um, as you like you were saying you enjoyed it. So did you enjoy working with the big stars such as like Luke Wilson, Martin Sheen, Vanessa Shaw and Robert Duvall? Oh, my goodness. Those, those folks are such wonderful collaborators. <laughs> you know, Luke Wilson is such a, a wonderful guy and he's he's such a funny lighthearted guy, but he's really smart and had good ideas along the way and was just a, a, a truly a wonderful collaborator. And as a director, you know, um, that's what you want. You want someone who's all in and dedicated, who can come to the set with ideas, but at the same time, pull off exactly what you want from the script. And then you play. And, you know, Vanessa Shaw was so wonderful. She came in at the last minute and just owned Juanita to the to the nth degree and just pulled pulled off a wonderful performance with her. And, you know, Luke and Martin Sheen together. It was like watching a comedic act, you know, on set every day. They were making the boys laugh. And sometimes we had to rein them in and tell them to calm down, you know, uh, making everybody laugh all the time. But what a wonderful way to set the tone, you know, to be on set because sometimes sets can be a little bit tough. Yeah. So why do you think sport films and movies impact audiences so much? You know, everybody loves good sports and, you know, uh, or just sports in general. And, um, or, you know, most people do. And it's, it's, it's found a way in our hearts at one time or another in our lives. And, you know, I grew up loving, loving to watch football. My dad was a tried and true footballer and loved the University of Texas. And we were big uh, Oilers fans back in the day. And Earl Campbell was my hero. And I, I just I think we find inspiration behind um, players and by teams. And I think it makes us feel uh, you know, positive and good in our lives. And it creates a community. And it creates, um, you know, a shared experience, just like the cinema does, you know, hopefully. And, and you know, kids like you and, and families and fathers, you know, we're opening on Father's Day weekend across the nation. And uh, what a great way to go back out there and, you know, visit the theater again, you know. And, uh, you know, me, me personally growing up, going to, going to movies in the summers to stay out of the Texas heat was like a huge part of it. So, I think we all need a little inspiration and a little uh, re reassurance that we can we can pull out of this together and, you know, things are going to be OK in due time. And we're, we're all going to come out of this stronger with a, with a lot more, uh, you know, understanding of, of, of humanity and ourselves and resilience and strength. And I, I just I think it's a timely, timely film and story. So. Hopefully yeah. everybody else does too. <laughs> <laughs> and since we're like kind of in the thought of this, um, what, yeah. what do you think like the message for the audience would be since we're talking about this? Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's, you know, to just never give up, you know, you, you, you may be daunted at times in your life and you may want to give up. And, you know, as a filmmaker uh, 20 years in at least now um, I've thought about, 
given up so many times. And I'm sure Rusty Russell thought about giving up and everybody else on that team wanted to give up. But, you know, if you just believe you can do it and and understand that it's going to, you know, you're on your own journey in life. and It's not going to be the same as your buddies or your, you know, um, you know, the guy you read about the night before you, you got to cut your own path and just stick with it and keep fighting the good fight and, and feel a little bit of positivity after walking out of this theater and, and knowing that with a resilient uh, attitude, we're going to be able to get back to normal and, and maybe even better than we were before, you know? And so I just, I want folks to feel positive again and, and realize that, uh, you know, when we come together as one and, and, and focus and, and stay disciplined at it, we can do anything. You know, it's yeah. really true. Heart triumphs the, the, the biggest hurdles in our life, you know? Yeah. So, um, I've been, on the, so, um, I've been accurately guessing movies and having sequels on my other interviews. I'm on a hot streak. <laughs> yeah. So I think this movie is going to have some awards and um, nominations. So what are your expectations? Oh, well, thank you, bud. Um, you know, we, we would, there, there's so many great stories and backstories to all these orphans and rusty and we'd love to do a TV show. I mean, you know, following the footsteps of Friday night lights, you know, this was, coined as the original Friday Night Lights. So why not? You know, the, the Great Depression in Texas had some amazing characters uh, and, and really a diverse group of people. And, you know, I think it would be a wonderful series. I really do. You know, I hope uh, I hope we get get a good groundswell and, and folks like you who are helping us spread the word and we can get it out there. And, you know, who knows? You know, maybe maybe we'll do be doing a series in, in a year from now or something. So that would be awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest videos of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Octonauts Season 4. Again, I'm Tiana Simmons from Delaware reporting for Kids First. Bye, everyone! Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.